0: Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire young women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Here are a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Welcome back to the week of our Daily Drive, everyone. Today I'm going to be speaking with Sandra. Hi, Sandra.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Would you like to give us a little bit of your testimony?
1: My mother was a woman of faith, but Dad, even though he lived by Christian ethics, was an agnostic. I was taken to Sunday school and Christian Endeavour from an early age. My younger brother died at nine. So that made me think about what happened to you when you pass away. So by age 11, I decided to give my life to Jesus. I still remember the wonderful feeling that washed over me when I was baptised by immersion. As a team, I began to be called to leadership roles within the Sunday School and Youth. Small steps first in the local church, then larger ones in the state At 21, I married a boy I met at church, but on our first anniversary, he told me he was leaving. I gave birth to our son a week later. I don't know how I would have survived over the next few years if Christ had not been my personal friend and comforter. Amazingly, he blessed me with a good, happy baby who gave me a reason to keep going and wonderful, supportive friends and family. I continued to lead the girls' club at church with the help of a Catholic neighbour who lent me her car and minded my son. I was asked to set up and lead the three to five-year-old section at the Sunday school, although there were some leaders who thought a divorced woman should not be in a leadership position. God was training me for future roles, although I couldn't see it at the time. When my son was eight years old, I married my present husband. We have just celebrated 46 years of a wonderful marriage. God has been the central part of this marriage, We adopted each other's children and also had a son of our own, making a family of four boys. My only church role in the early years of our marriage was to lead a church music group and produce Christian musicals. When the youngest boy went to school, I was approached to return to work as a maths teacher as they were in short supply. My church leadership roles took a back seat as I was too busy with teaching and looking after the family. After a few years, I had a spell when I was burnt out. At the time I was girl supervisor at school and dealing with drugs etc and I was trying to manage in my own strength and not relying on God. This was a scary time because for the first time I couldn't feel God's presence when I called out but he hadn't left me. I had gone away from him. From this low point God has used me in various leadership roles. My spiritual gifts are faith and leadership, and I have found that when called to take on a role that I haven't done before, if I pray about it and truly feel God is calling me to that role, he provides me with the skills needed. An example of this is when I was asked to become the first ever female Vice President of Churches of Christ in Australia, then later serve as President of Christian Women's Fellowship in Victoria and Tasmania. The latter role meant that I would have to preach in various churches around the two states, a skill I hadn't used before, but God was there before me and he gave me the confidence. A verse from Philippians 4.13 that I clung to was, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God has continued to use my gift since we came to Queensland. In our church at New Life, as an elder, home group leader, chair of worship committee, which, when I was doing it, was a three-day ministry volunteer role, chair of Life Keys, etc. Has life always been easy? No. But Christ has been my constant friend and mentor. Every morning, I try to acknowledge his presence the first thing in the morning and throughout the day. Nine years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and because of a family history of the disease decided with medical help to have a double mastectomy and reconstruction. God was particularly close to me at this time. Do you know, girls, He loves me as He loves you, with all my faults and frailties, and most of all, He has given me the gift of grace.
0: Thanks for sharing, Sandra. Today's topic is going to be...
1: Risk your potential with God.
0: Awesome. And what is the importance of risking our potential with God in today's society?
1: Since Biblical times, we have been taught that we all form the body of Christ here on earth. In 1 Corinthians 12, the Apostle Paul lays out for us a blueprint of how we have all been given gifts to use for his work here on earth. Each gift forms together to make the whole body of Christ, and each part is important to every other. So girls, if we don't use our special gift, the whole body doesn't function as well as it could.
0: Mm. And have you got some personal stories when you have risked your potential?
1: Well, I felt God gave me this topic during the year I was Christian Women's President. I travelled around the two states and I challenged women to step out in faith and take on leadership roles. To start a small group, Sunday school or look up biblical studies.
0: What do you think God's perspective is on this topic?
1: Well, in the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, Jesus talks about men using their talents for God rather than burying them in the ground. And he rewarded them according to how they performed.
0: Can I ask you just to explain a bit for the girls that maybe haven't read that verse before?
1: I think it refers back to really what I was talking about Mm -hmm. before, that because we've each been given talents to use Mm -hmm. and it all is so important to spreading God's word, if we don't use our particular talent, we are not contributing to the whole. Mm -hmm. And therefore the body of Christ can't move out as well as it could if everybody used the gift they were given.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I think women can get quite shy of using their talents. Definitely, and I
1: concur with that because... In the time when I was doing a lot of this work, a lot of the committees were mostly male-dominated. And so therefore, to step out in faith and say, well, I will give it a go amongst all these men, was difficult.
0: Especially because your gift was leadership too. That's right.
1: But God always seemed to strengthen me and allow me to stand up to them. (laughs) (laughs) Probably should edit that.
0: No, that's okay. Do you have any verses or inspiring quotes that have really encouraged you along the way?
1: One was a popular Christian song at the time called I, the Lord of Sea and Sky. Each verse was God speaking and laying out a particular problem in the world. The last line of each verse was Whom shall I send? In other words, God asks who he can send on earth to fix the problem. The chorus answers with these words Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. The other was a saying by Teresa of Avila, which challenged me again. Christ has no body now but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Mm. Yours are the eyes through which he looks compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands through which he blesses the word. Yours are the hands, yours are the feet yours are the eyes you are his body christ has no body now on earth but yours
0: yeah i love that people that are listening to the podcast today and they're a bit unsure of where to start with risking their potential do you have any practical steps of where you could possibly start to embrace this whole risking our potential with God?
1: Well that leads beautifully into what I was going to say Sarah because I think one of the important things is to find out what the spiritual gifts are that Mm. he's given you so if you haven't as a home group done it together to find out what your special gifts are I recommend that you do that and then I recommend you pray about it Mm -hmm. and you ask God what it is that he would have you do. And take small steps at the beginning. Each small step you take, God seems to give you the confidence to make a bigger step. Mm -hmm. So have a go.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today, Sandra.
1: Well, girls, I just hope that um, you gain something from this and you can do something with your particular gift. Mm Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. I really hope Sandra's story encourages you to risk your potential with God. I don't know about you guys, but lately I feel like I have no idea where my life is heading and what journey I'm meant to be taking and whether I'm in the right path or not. But what I do know is that I need to risk my potential with God. And if I'm doing that, I at least know that I'm on the right track to his plan for my life. So I would encourage you to go out and seek your gifts and talents. If you haven't done the gifts and talents survey, ask your small group leader or ask someone in the church who's in leadership that knows where you can access one of those surveys. Complete the survey and work out what your gifts and talents are, and then put them to use. Before I go today, too, I wanted to say to everyone that I'm gonna have two weeks' holiday as it is holidays. I'm going away on a ski trip with my school, and I probably won't have time to put up podcasts. So we'll have two weeks' break, but make sure you tune in again on the 18th of July as we speak with Dana. Have a wonderful two weeks, everyone. And as the music fades out, listen to Max and I play with the microphone. Max, do you say hi to everyone? <laughs> Max, you're so wise. You're showing everyone your sniffing abilities. Max, Max, no, no, no. Don't use the mic.